Hi loves, welcome back to the podcast. This week's episode is actually my interview from my beautiful friend Vivian's podcast that I did a few months ago now. I feel like this was one of my juiciest, most like open book interviews I've done in a while. I don't do tons of interviews. So getting to speak to Vivian as my friend about my work and the healing work that I do as clients was amazing. We So we obviously dig into that, you know, beliefs, identity work, healing, trauma, all of that juicy stuff. But I also talk about my relationship in this podcast. Vivian was asking a lot about that, about when you are doing this work, spirituality, healing, personal development, how do you navigate that with a partner who is maybe not as quote unquote woo woo as you or into it as you? And we talked a lot about that. We talked about feminine energy work. I'm excited for you to hear it. It's a long one. So enjoy going on your walk. Maybe you're cooking dinner on your way to work, whatever you're doing. Don't forget as well that the doors to the sisterhood are still open this week if you want to join us for 2024 and get £30 for your first month. Such a bargain, such a great way to dive in if you've been on the wait list and on the fence for a while. And I'm also taking on new one-to-one clients in January too. So that's of course a more bespoke VIP service for you. Depending on where you're at, what level of support you want slash need, please take a look at the show notes and I'll make sure all the links are in there too, as well as links to Vivian's Instagram website and podcast because she is my naturopath. I am working with her and she is incredible with the work that she does with women on hormonal health. Make sure you check her out as well. Enjoy this episode. Hello cats, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I really enjoyed our episode. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we've just done a little podcast <laughs> podcast swap. And I feel like it's just our regular conversations. We've met in person a few times now. And I just love having you as a new friend and chatting about all the woo-woo manifestation, law of attraction stuff with you. And um, that's what I want to cover today, some of that. And we'll see where we end up. I've got a few questions for you, just things that I'm wondering and curious about. And yeah, we'll see where our conversation takes us. But I'm so excited to have you today. I would love to know, and because I, I don't think I've heard your full story. I've heard like little bits here and there. So just for my benefit, I would love to hear how you got into doing what you're doing today as a mindset and manifestation coach. And I would, I'm, I'm sure that the listeners would love to know as well. Yeah, so it always, and I'm, I don't know if you find this, but I often feel like, it literally feels like a different person. Yeah. I'm like, just tell, I just tell this story of mine because I've said it so many times now on my own podcast and others. And I'm like, that was actually me. And I didn't even, I was in that for so long and I didn't see like a way out of it. And now I'm on the other side and I'm just so disconnected from it now, which is good in some ways, but I'm also like, that's like, that's still part of me. Yeah. And like, it's literally like just an older version of you who's like, basically energetically died quote-unquote died like you've evolved into this you know who you are now 
So it is funny. It does sometimes feel like you're telling someone else's story, doesn't yeah. it? But imagine if if, if that previous you saw this version of you, and same for me, this is like what I was manifesting. And it's like come to mm. come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I never like, you know, never had anyone in my family running their own business or like, you know doing coaching like personal development that wasn't really a thing like I've heard some coaches stories and they're like their mum had them listening to like Tony Robbins clips and all this stuff in the womb yeah <laughs> that'd be me yeah. and my future child <laughs> yeah same literally same um I I discovered like personal development out of necessity so I for my when I left college I suddenly decided that I didn't want to go to uni I didn't want to have like a nine to five I wanted to be a makeup artist so when I left college I went to another like adult college private college to do a makeup course and then started this makeup business so I was doing bridal makeup and like special occasion makeup and I was going literally like just to people's houses to do their makeup, you know, strangers who'd messaged me on Facebook like a couple of weeks before. So as you can imagine, like I was, that was a big growth like edge for me because growing up, I was never like, I was always labeled as the shy kid, like cats, you know, cat should put a hand up more in class cat should participate more cat doesn't come forward in teamwork or whatever and it almost became like a self-fulfilling prophecy I found obviously now doing the work that we do on like mindset and healing it's your identity so you stuck with that yeah like I was told it again and again and again and again um and also what I've discovered as an adult is like who I authentically was, was like too much for people. So it was like swung one way or the other. I was either really shy or when I expressed myself, people would like give me a look as if to be like, what the fuck did she just say? Or like, she's crazy or like, whoa, like too much. So, you know, because I was very, as a young, young child, I was very like performative loved being the center of attention like loved singing dancing like performing and so well, it was the same people would come around to the house and I'd be like everybody sit down let me just yeah. do like a dance routine for you all <laughs> yeah literally literally so I had to do a lot of work to like undo all of this shy labeling I'd had um and really come out of my shell and basically just be more confident because I literally had no other option I couldn't just go into some woman's house doing her like wedding trial makeup and be like hi it's me like I've come to do your makeup because that woman would have been like she was not very nice to like spend time with and you know she didn't put me at ease she didn't make me feel confident so I really had to work on my like how I put myself forward putting myself out there more um just 
communication, being more confident in what I'm saying. And slowly over time, I basically got obsessed with personal development. And it it started, what started out as a necessity became like a hobby. So I was running my own business as a bridal makeup artist. But like outside of that, I was like obsessed with learning and growing, whether it be, you know, growing my business or whether it be like learning about morning routines and affirmations and like all this other stuff. So I reached a point in my makeup business about four years in and I knew that I wanted to do something else because I am very, probably like some would say, too deep thinker sometimes where I was like I know it's not right I don't know what's next but I know that I can't be doing this for the next 20 30 40 years of my career I know I need to do something different but I don't know what that is so when I reached that like cross um fork in the roads I hired a business coach and basically said that what I just said to you was like this is a situation I want to do something else you need like please help me figure it out (laughs) figure out did you say that you loved all the personal development stuff did they ask that so I worked with her for six months and we started like slowly exploring who I am what I want like what my version of success would be I knew the clarity that I did have was that I knew I wanted to do like something more flexible online like remote working like online business so she was great with like presenting me these options but then also exploring my um passions like what made me tick so yeah personal development was part of that and obviously even working with a coach like I was going very deep into mindset work you know, what my limiting beliefs were back then, all of that stuff with her. And one day she just said, you know, you'd, you'd be an amazing coach, by the <laughs> way. And I was like, holy shit, like, <laughs> I really would. In like full circle, you're like, yeah, yeah. you want to do what she does. Yeah. And I always think it's so beautiful because when I was in high school, for a period I really thought I wanted to be a therapist and it never transpired because to be a psychotherapist at least in the UK you have to do a medical degree and then you have to go into psychotherapy as like a specialism and I remember my my two best friends at the time were a year year older than me and they were doing biology A-levels and they come out of the exams and they were like, that was awful. Like, uh, was it biology? No, sorry, it was psychology at A-level. One of them was doing. They were like, that was awful. Like, I hated that. Like, it was so hard, blah, blah, blah. And it just completely, like, put me off. So I never ended up do- going into that. But coaching, whilst it's obviously not therapy and it's different from therapy, it still felt like those themes of like helping people kind of like you were saying with your story like you end up naturally being that person 
I'm naturally like the good listener, the person who I'm great to bounce ideas off. I'm really good at like supporting someone through it, through something without like preaching to them, but still supporting them and etc etc so it really was a full circle moment yeah, I feel like it's good to think back I was even talking to someone about the health side of things and what did you used to like to to eat or mm. what did you used to like to do for fun yeah what was your playtime and yeah you probably still enjoy some of those things now and you just don't let yourself experience them or you just completely shut down that childhood side of you yeah. um and even with mine, so I, I knew that I wanted to help people. But some of the other ideas that I had in my mind at one point or another were like forensic work, like kind of like detective work. So I feel like I have aspects of that in my work now. So I'm, I'm finding yeah. the root causes. I'm doing lab tests and figuring things out. And then I wanted to do like nursing, but I didn't want to deal with the blood and the vomit and all of the gruesome stuff. So I'm still helping people, but I do it online. Um, and I don't want to work in a hospital. So I feel like listen to those things. If you're unsure as to what you want to do or what your passions are or what the answers are, sometimes you just have to like go inward and or, or think back to the younger version of you. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like we when, when we were growing up, we were still in that generation between where kids are now, where it's really normal to be entrepreneurial and like have a side hustle that is your passion alongside your full-time job or whatever that wasn't the norm for us Mm -hmm. growing up and our parents were still very much like you go to college you go to uni you get this degree and then you get a job that's related to that degree and so with me with coaching I found that I was like oh like I actually get to find something that ticks all my boxes on my own terms without needing to like force myself into one one thing for the rest of my life and you can honestly just make your own job up like it doesn't have to exist you can just do yeah. what you want if you you want to do if you want to be a therapist but you also want to do like art at the same time or like help people with yeah. art therapy or whatever you can you can combine your different passions into into something yeah have like multiple different I know I know you're like skilled in many different ways you have different techniques you've been trained with different certifications so you can pull from all of those things you don't have to just be a um manifestation coach you can also talk about money you can also talk about relationships or health or you can combine everything together you don't have to stick into one niche that was something that I was resistant to especially in the health world we were told Mm. you have to like specialize in this one thing and that just never felt good to me yeah it would just get so bored so easily yeah same I didn't listen to that and it ended up being okay yeah yeah I've always said like my focus in my work is like the mission that I have which is to empower women worldwide to put themselves first and also now like heal from heal from their you know trauma like heal rewire their mindset so they can manifest their dream life and so whatever I end up doing now and in the future like it's still going to be fulfilling that mission in some way 
even if you chat to me in 20 years time and I'm like now helping with women's mm-hmm. hormonal yes. health or whatever like I'm in, doing you're like yeah. in a local community with like uh, exactly animals or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah your beagles on a little farm and yeah like you've got this I've got community a beagle, of women got a beagle farm I've got a beagle be- <laughs> what would the word be like a beagle sanctuary mm. and people can come for like beagle yoga oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and half the beagles are like running, climbing up. Yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> but that's still empowering women. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I but love yeah. Like, having a having a mission and then however that changes over time, mm-hmm. like you, you can definitely do that. You'd have to stick into one box. You can go with the flow you change as a person you're not going to be the same person that you were last year even never mind 10 years ago so constantly like being open to change and flow that's just part of life yeah exactly and even in my coaching business like I've gone through I've gone through phases of focusing more on like I used to call myself like a life and career coach because I found that most women I was working with, it was career focused off. Then like whether that be leaving their nine to five or whether that be getting a promotion or changing to a new role. Then I moved more into business coaching, mindset and business coaching. Then I'm where I'm at now. It's more of the spiritual side of stuff. And like, it was like summer 2022 that I started calling myself. I was like, claimed the role of like spiritual guide and healer as well Mm -hmm. because the spiritual and healing work started coming in so you're always going to evolve in your career anyway but I think the difference is like do you allow your some people allow themselves to evolve and some people think that it's like they're gonna they need to start over or they need to like they failed if they need to quit what they're doing now and and move into something else yeah I I can't stay like in something that is just a no yeah I just like get health stuff as a result and my body just won't let me whereas I I don't know if it's just become easier for me now because I've got proof that when I listen to my gut everything's okay and I should listen to my gut whereas other people I'm sure you work with people who it's just they've never done that they've never listened to themselves they've always listened to other people and they're just trapped and they just don't have self-belief mm-hmm. is that yeah. common yeah mm. definitely um I did a master class on intuition literally this month in September for my membership and I was talking to the girls on the call and I was saying one of like I I feel like women with intuition fall into like three different camps the first camp is women who are just totally disconnected from their intuition so if you ask them what do you dream of like what is your version of success what makes you the happiest in the world what is your gut telling you to do in this situation they genuinely couldn't tell you I think you're speaking a different language so disconnected what is this feeling yeah (laughs) Um, they're like what I can do what I want and not what other people want me to do (laughs) then you've got women who like hear their intuition 
but ignore it or don't act on it. So those are the women who probably have done like a lot of personal development, have that self-awareness. So it's like they know they hate their job or they know that they're stuck in a shitty relationship or hate where they live or whatever the case might be. And they know they want to take that, make that decision, but they're not because they're scared or there's other conditioning there or whatever the case is. And then you have the third camp women you know I fall into this camp where as soon as they get the intuition hit it's like there's no there's no turning back from there like they've got to just fucking do it Mm -hmm. and I'm almost like someone described me as impulsive with that (laughs) it's like (laughs) if if I know I want to do something I'll just do it like I'll I'll my my fella will be like having a conversation with me one minute and then the morning after he'll he'll wake (laughs) up and I'm like done the example I have is like recently um I broke my laptop so I spilled a full mug of tea over the keyboard and if anyone's got a macbook you know that that's like r.i.p because basically coming back from that the whole macbook is the bottom bit so (laughs) like the brain's dead yeah 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 and I've also learned this about laptops, like once they're wet, again, like it's only a matter of time before it's going to die. So you can't put it in a bag of rice. Literally, yeah, (laughs) I tried. I tried the rice pathetically, like (laughs) hold it on. But I had my breakdown. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you've got like an online business, then this is how you work. So I would be the same. I had my moment and like, you know everyone around me was saying it's fine like just look into getting it fixed or like go through your insurance and claim it back or like you know giving me these suggestions that were more like logical you could say and would make sense would make sense financially would make sense um if someone was like presented with these options it would make sense to see how much it would be to fix before making any other decision but my intuition was like you don't need to be worrying about this shit <laughs> this is not worth it you're an abundant you are gonna, bitch you go and buy the, the you were gonna miss like you're gonna miss out on a week of work on your laptop you probably get like I would have had to borrow Adam's old laptop I would have had to sort that with him around like when he needed to mm. use that you know I was just like I can't I'm too I'm getting yeah. too I'm I'm too much of an adult now mm-hmm. to be dealing with like to be back and forth about a few hundred quid to save on yeah, it's like convenient you're laptop. paying for the convenience and you'll exactly. you're just going to make that money back probably <laughs> yeah. with the work that you're going to yeah. do rather yeah. than waiting and so my mind was my mind my logical mind was like oh just just wait and see like just get a quote to see if it's cheaper to fix it or oh, like maybe you should, and I literally just woke up the next morning and ordered a new laptop to collect that day from Apple because I was just like, I always have these moments where my mind might be telling me stuff, but the intuition just drops in. And once I feel, once I feel like something is right, it to me, it feels like calm because all the other stuff, felt like fucking stress this decision was like oh 
Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's right. That's the one. That's the thing to do. And that's not to say that if something's stressful that it's not right. But what I'm saying is I think for so for so many women, they know what they really want to do, but they're not doing it because they're either asking other people for advice, they're making a frigging pros and cons list or like they're wait they're waiting we often think that like waiting for a decision to feel right waiting for a sign or whatever is going to create more clarity that can be the case sometimes but if you already know what you want to do and you're just waiting to see if you change your mind that often creates already got your answer yeah like that creates even more stress because then you've got this open loop of energy that's like going whirling around in your head and so the third camp that was a long-winded response but the third camp is women who the intuition comes in and they just trust it even if it doesn't make logical sense even if other people are like are you sure or like are you crazy what are you doing they just trust it but the more that you do that it just becomes like proof that you can do it and it works out yeah. so like the first yeah. few times it might be scary or if it's like a new thing that you're doing like when I when I bought my house it was like uncomfortable and I spent the most money that I've ever spent in my life this past year and not only did I get the house I've like signed up to business course I've done some other things as well like spent a lot but it just felt right and to someone else to be like mm. are you sure this is can you not just wait? And I was like, no, I want to do it now. And it feels right. might seem a bit crazy, but it's, it was me listening to my gut. And now that I've got proof that that always works out, um, I, it's a lot easier for me to do that. It's definitely not easy the first few times, but yeah, the more that you got that, that proof. I mean, trust. Even now, like some of the big decisions I've, I've made, over the past couple years haven't been easy to make but it's almost like even if it's not easy to make that decision you do get to a point where you're like I've come too far on this path to not trust my intuition so it's like okay we're fucking riding down this horse like riding this horse baby like here's (laughs) here we go here we go down this path I guess you've got something in store. Like, mm, mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, it's like a trust fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, um, and a bigger example is last last year. I decided to completely drop, um, like business coaching as a offer, if you will. So I still work with women in business, but the premise is you know it's majority of it is mindset and healing work more on the person than the actual yeah. company yeah exactly and then you know I'm still happy to talk at taking action strategy business stuff of course but but whereas before it was like just tell me what you know just tell me what to do just like give me the strategy and I knew my gut was telling me no 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 that's not right but my ego was like but we've already established this we've already got this program running we've already done this but once the intuition was clear and came in like no this is done 
like I said for me there's no going back from there so even though that was a really difficult decision um there was so many like there was so many mindset things that that brought up for me I still did it so it also doesn't need to feel like easy even if it's like sometimes the the best decision you're making for yourself can be really fucking hard is basically what I'm it, then it can feel like a weight off your shoulders at least though yeah exactly like you know, living in this this land of what exactly. if or you're yeah. sure you've like trusted you listened so yeah for sure mm. and you know for someone listening that might be a relationship it might be where they live it might be the job they're in but just it, it just if even if it's not easy to to trust your intuition it's always worth it in my experience and i bet those people are still having amazing success with the business ironically by focusing on themselves because mm. they are like yeah. working in the business or they are the business so even if you're not directly working on that i feel like when you work on yourself when you invest in yourself like what you produce is better and you're more productive a lot of the time so yeah even though you're not directly focused on it they're getting side benefits just with yeah. working on on them yeah 100 percent. and i know so because this is my approach to everything in life now every every goal that someone wants to manifest whether it be a health goal or a business goal and we've had these conversations too in your work where like you can be given the best plan in the world you can you can work with a highly skilled coach like yourself and be like this is exactly what you need to do based on your lab results based on your history whatever yeah, like literally and, giving you the yeah the plans. Like a pro- it will literally change your life change your health <laughs> if you do this your period pains will go away your mood will improve you know with the business your your get loads of clients in your business whatever but if the person is blocking themselves from doing that if they're self-sabotaging by procrastinating on doing it or by distracting themselves with other things or if they're not believing in themselves or if they're talking to themselves like they're a piece of shit if they're hanging around with toxic relationships or or friendships because they don't feel like they're deserving of setting boundaries whatever it might be the mindset stuff that's involved the self-image work that's involved the identity of it the beliefs all of that is going to contribute to whether that person actually does it or not and that's why I feel like the inner world is so so important when it comes to any success with any goal Mm -hmm. how do you help people find like what these beliefs are what's that process like a really great question to ask to start with because I guess there's different avenues depending on someone's approach but if someone's like has no idea a really great question to ask is like what are you struggling with at the moment and what are you making that mean about you? So an example might be, I'm 
struggling to lose weight. Okay, so what are you making that mean about you? Well, I'm making it mean that I am not good enough to go on to go on dates. I'm not I'm not ready to meet a partner yet because I, you know, I'm not I'm not looking good enough. Okay. So that like we're getting to some root roots here that if that person believes that they're not good enough and it's like again this vicious cycle where because they're not achieving the goal yet that they desire they don't feel good enough but because they don't feel good enough they're then not Not taking the the action they need to take in order to achieve the goal and the cycle continues Mm -hmm. so they came to you for like health and weight but then it turned into like I really did crave love, but I don't feel like worthy. So you can just yeah. see how it how we all have like common I feel like the the ultimate desire is to feel loved and yeah. included. Because if you think back to our evolution, the worst thing that could happen is that we're rejected from the group and we're all alone because yeah. we would we would die really quickly. Um or like if when we're babies, we need we need people, we need to be supported, we need to be raised. So the, the worst thing that could happen to a human is to be kind of separated from the community. So I feel like the, the yeah. core wound, I don't know if you'd agree, would, would to fe- would be to feel not loved. Does it often come back to that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, all humans are driven, wired for, we're wired for survival and especially for women um love and acceptance is like the the biggest like fuel for survival that we need because if we don't have that then we're going to be rejected we're going to be abandoned we're going to be alone and in danger um and (laughs) you know the example of the people like hanging around with shitty toxic friends that's a perfect example of someone who is scared to not feel accepted by that group of friends if they change their life and like open their business or mm. you know do all these positive things that they want to do. It's good to be alone. Like, yeah, at least I've like, got at least I've got someone. Yeah, yeah. They might be like, well, what if they think I've sold out? What if they think I'm too big for my boots? Um, what if? they judge me what if they think it's silly or whatever that we hear we hear of that again and again and you can like logically try and talk someone out of feeling that way but you can also just be like yeah this is just like a primal part of you that is trying to keep you safe so let's work on that like deeper layer of it rather than just give someone like a motivational speech to be like just go and do it <laughs> and again I know we've spoken about that before it's like if someone well, is definitely me action... people yeah. come to me because I was very yeah. I was that person who would just do anything I was like highly motivated um any diet like I would try it I would do it and then so people would come to me I'd be like here's your plan and they were really struggling and I didn't understand the the impacts of trauma at this point I was just like newly practicing 
and they, they came to me at the second session they'd not done anything they hadn't bought mm. the supplements they hadn't changed a diet or maybe they did for a week and then they quote fell off the bandwagon and I just couldn't wrap my head around it I was telling them they were paying to see me I was telling them what yeah. to do and they weren't doing it now I completely understand um that it's, it's just so deep in like the psychology and sometimes they just can't make that step or if they don't feel like they can heal or whatever there's so many different reasons but I'd just be that coach who was like just do it just <laughs> why can't you just do it and yeah that was that was really sad looking back that I was like yeah. that but now I completely I completely empathize and I think like you know you obviously needed to go on that journey now because you obviously needed to go on that journey then because that means now you've probably got 10 times more empathy for your clients and 10 times more skill like to help them with that yeah so I've done the additional training because yeah I, I was just finding that I was helping I was getting people results but there was this subset of people who they just they just weren't improving or they'd have like some change but they just couldn't get to that next level and it often came down to the mindset the traumas the limiting beliefs the trapped emotions that they're not expressing all of that work I think like self-sabotage is such a fucking like Mm. sneaky little bitch Mm. (laughs) that is like ruin you know not ruining but um what's the word I'm looking for ruling so many people's lives and it's like the on the surface they're like I really want to change I really want to change I really want to change but they can't and they you know they do these things like we're told that like oh you just need to pay so that you'll force yourself to do it but clearly that's not worked for some people Mm. because so many people waste thousands and thousands of pounds on like gym memberships personal trainers health coaches whatever the case might be that they don't actually use Mm -hmm. so that's like a it's like surface level advice isn't it to try and get someone to change when there's so much going on under the surface that's deeper so let's take that example with the person who wants to lose weight and the they know exactly what to do with their diet they know they should be moving their body and eating protein and all of that but they're self-sabotaging and maybe the the cause of the self-sabotage is that they don't feel worthy Mm -hmm. like what would you do next yeah but how do they how do they work on that that self-belief yeah so we there's a few different things we can clear and start to rewire the belief itself so we can use tools and techniques to change their perception of that belief and basically rewire it into something else either something positive or for some people they might not even be able to get there yet but it can be something more neutral Mm -hmm. it can be like instead of I'm not worthy I'm not good enough it could be like you know I deserve to feel my best yeah not like I love myself like yeah exactly I'm the fucking shit like I'm a goddess queen (laughs) just like I am an okay person maybe that's where they start yeah like every day I deserve to feel a little bit better about myself Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know for some people that's where they can get to um so we can actually rewire like beliefs we can actually process and almost like change how the mind perceives certain things so if that person is triggered by certain things that cause the self-sabotage or that trigger the feelings and the behaviors that come off the back of I'm not good enough mm-hmm. example comfort eating or yeah, like stressful day at work eating. and then exactly. they have the glass of wine and yeah. the tub of ice cream yeah so we can we can rewire like how their mind and body reacts to that trigger mm-hmm. of the cause the whatever is causing that basically like the message in the brain to go go home and drink wine mm-hmm. like default pathway like yeah this equals this yeah when this happens we, can, we do this yeah we can interrupt that both like in unconscious mindset work in session but we can also support them to create like pattern interrupts in the moment so instead of this doing this instead Mm -hmm. I often teach my clients like how to use EFT on themselves because I think some some sessions it can be like right one session it's cleared it's done for some people it can take a few sessions it can also mean that like if you fix one trigger that could it's like there could be another trigger that's also causing it or the same with trauma you know there could be one event that's that's really caused the person to have that belief but then there could also be something else that's happened to them that affects them as well in that area but whilst we're doing the that deeper work in session I also feel like it's really helpful to have tools and strategies in the moment so that that they're self-coaching I call it like supporting themselves because the brain just likes memory and likes remembering the same thing that's why you know our lives are ruled by like our habits because the brain wants to use less calories Mm. on thinking about how to do things yeah just wants to do the same shit like again and again that we've done for years so whilst that process is shifting to something else we can use those pattern interrupts like EFT or the other techniques journaling whatever it might be to help the brain associate into something new like associate into a new belief or a new reaction to that to that stressor yeah I love that and with EFT I think when you learn how to do it you can then apply it to so many different things like if you've got a headache it can help to reduce yeah. the the physical pain. Wild. Yeah, it's so wild. you can learn it and then use it and might clear a limiting belief that you had for 10 years. That's amazing, but sometimes it takes a little bit more, like you said, but then you can just change up the wording a little bit and use it for so many other things. So I'm so yeah. glad that I found EFT, so that's Emotional Freedom Technique, and I absolutely love that tool as well. Yeah, uh, EFT is one of my favourites because it can go so deep like it can work on really painful past experiences Mm. there are other tools we can use as well if someone doesn't want to associate back into past events 
But the beauty of EFT, I always find, is it's like it's sending a signal to the brain and the body that like I am safe. Yeah. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Because in the same way that acupuncture completely like realigns someone's energy, EFT is like acupuncture without using needles mm-hmm. and you can do it on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like and it's, it's like rewiring the brain and it's somatic at the same time. Yeah. It's physically shifting. Yeah. the energy out that trapped emotion that we know now causes disease in the body yeah and we're also like changing the the neural pathways and the, yeah. the beliefs 100%. and the, the thought, thought side of things so counseling and talk therapy is just working on the brain and completely missing the body but then mm-hmm. even things like reiki that is just purely on the body we don't have to think about anything yeah um, so that has so many benefits as well counseling has its place but if we combine both of those through something like EFT it, I just think it's so powerful yeah and I'm all about like mind body spirit healing mm. because there are you know there are some incredible coaches that talk all about like the unconscious mind and I've even heard some people say that like unconscious mindset work is the only thing you need to do because the body follows the mind so they'll be like you know, we can just do this one tool, this unconscious mindset tool, and then that'll trigger the body to completely like get rid of that feeling or emotion. And I, in my experience, don't feel and feel and see that from clients because for many people, if they've had 10 years of having those beliefs or having that trauma or whatever it is, the body is also storing that, isn't it? Hi, Benji. <laughs> the body is also storing that. So it almost needs to be like this union yeah. of like both. Yeah. Where we need to use tools that account for, that are like an all in one, basically. Yeah, I have seen people. So there's in like the chronic illness world, people with conditions like mold toxicity or Lyme disease, they're really sick, bed bound chemically sensitive light sensitive can't even leave the house without having full body rashes and all those people some of them have done is the brain rewiring programs that are online there's ones like dnrs and primal trust but i feel like that's kind of tricking the brain a little bit and they do get relief which is amazing but it sometimes is only short term so they feel so different and they can finally go outside and start to live their life but their body has been trying to tell them something. So if they're living still in toxic mold or if they're still having this toxic exposure or they're still eating in a way that doesn't support the body, like if you're still eating McDonald's every single day, um, you actually need certain nutrients to make, like have your brain work properly. You need it to make neurotransmitters that make you happy and motivated and positive. So I, I do think the brain is powerful and there's people like Joe Dispenza who have literally recovered from paralysis using visualization and meditation so it can be powerful but i feel like the the physical vessel also has to be cared for as well and for the for the best results even like you might get good results just on the physical just on the energetic but like combine the both of them and that's where the amazing results come in definitely and i i've also i also personally believe like especially for women we need to do somatic yes. work because women's like hormonal system and, and womb like carries generational trauma. Like we were in our 
grand mm-hmm. the egg that we to, the, the egg that we were was in our mother's womb as she developed in our grandmother's yeah in sorry in our mother's ovary as our grandmother was pregnant with her and like that shit is real Mm -hmm. like generational trauma you know stress and all these things like carried in ourselves I don't think that a lifetime of that is just gonna go away Mm -hmm. with some mindset work like and um and I think that's a very that can be like a very masculine energy approach can't it I guess yeah. similar with like the motivational stuff like just mm-hmm. do it <laughs> it's like oh, it was just that need, simple you just need to do this one session and then your whole life oh, is yeah. Fixed. Yeah, yeah. like well like <laughs> let's also get out of out of the mind all the time and into the body as well so it's like a combined approach isn't it are there any like additional techniques or tools that you'd use for past life or generational trauma um I do you feel like when you find the roots it it can undo some of that as well so for like past life and generational for me it's like um time time techniques Mm -hmm. or some people call it timeline therapy um I use that and like have also used my own like you know spin like versions of that um I personally find as well that like breath work um a really powerful like conscious connected breathwork session if someone is supposed to go there like they'll their body and their consciousness will take them to those places if they need to um whether that be conscious or unconscious like sometimes people will be like oh I saw a vision of this during my breathwork session but sometimes it'll be like the intention is to release that generational trauma and that might come through unconsciously and be translated by the body as like crying their eyes out for 45 Mm -hmm. minutes and then feeling like a weight has been lifted Mm -hmm. they don't actually have to know exactly what yeah was released they just feel different yeah yeah definitely um I think like womb if we're getting like really woo as well like womb clearing stuff um is really is really powerful too I think would that be like more in person work um like you only see me or... like you could be guided with like womb clearing stuff it's not something I focus on a lot right now but I definitely want to venture into more of that work in the future um you could do like a guided session with like almost like energy healing online or you could work with someone, whether it be like Reiki, um, more like ceremonial practices. There are so many like ancient, like indigenous rituals and things that women have used to like help women honor their womb, like honor their, you know, pussy, like just get, send like energy and love to that area. Um, there's even practices I've not personally tried them but there's even things you can use like holistically to like physically clear out Mm -hmm. like purge out your Mm. you know period your womb lining and stuff I've not used that but I've also heard women getting energetic like healing benefits from that too right cool I'm not usually you've always it, been I've not used it you'll <laughs> <laughs> have to let us know how that goes yeah. you could be the guinea pig first yeah yeah <laughs> basically like herbal like you can do like yoni steam in 
Was it the, the like pearl herbal things? herbal things that yeah. you like? I've heard of like yoni um, pearls or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like I think some people have used stuff like that. Okay, I tried the yoni eggs, like the jade eggs. Yeah, that I find that really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the armoring as well mm-hmm. is a really yeah. great practice too. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that's you know something. Mo- unless you've got like severe sexual trauma most women will be able to use their own whatever they you you know if you have a glass wand or even like a little vibrator bullet or something just not turned on I feel like mm-hmm. most women could create some sort of de-armoring practice and mm-hmm. that can help as well mm-hmm. like connect you more to your womb mm-hmm. that area down there yeah well that's another thing with even things like birth control and Mm. just like endocrine I'm even thinking of it like on a physical level like endocrine disruptors and all of that and messing with our hormones and we 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 do struggle with period problems so then we hate our cycles and then it just feeds into the next generation because then our our mum's telling us how much we're going to hate it and how it's like the monthly curse Mm. like yeah it's very it's very multifaceted and it's it's really sad that we're experiencing this but I feel like there is this switch happening which is good and people are be, becoming more aware of the the harmful effects of things like the birth control pill um mm. and getting back in touch with your body and listening to your different yeah. rhythms and cycles and this whole like feminine business movement is happening so yeah there are also cons to that in some ways i feel like, i would love to get your, <laughs> your yeah. thoughts on like feminism like modern day feminism because you work with women you're all about you said your your goal in life is to help women like manifest their dream life and get rid of the limiting beliefs and everything how do you feel about the modern day feminist movement yeah oh my god what a loaded question (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm gonna speak from experience because I've personally found that like discovering Benji move out the way (laughs) He's got something he wants to say. Yeah. <laughs> what do you he think, Benji? really loves chest scratches. <laughs> um, I think, dis- for me, discovering the the magic of feminine energy work has, like, changed my whole life. Like, changed how I feel about my body, changed my business, changed my relationship changed my sex life changed my health like everything and what Um, do you mean by that so I've done I've done a few episodes on like feminine masculine but what do you mean by like feminine energy yeah so like you know the the world like the universe is made up of yin and yang energy yin is feminine energy yang is masculine energy the you know and if you think of what most people think of the yin yang is is like opposites right like opposites attract two sides of a coin our modern world is like built on yang energy which is all about it's like the directive doing energy so we need to have direction we need to have discipline we need to force you very similar to what we were talking about before with the health stuff like just do it like if you think about it that is exactly what's conditioned and encouraged in society for everyone including women and so what many women find especially as they start to come and reconnect to their body to their cycle is we're not built 
for that level of output and directive forceful energy every single day our hormonal cycle energy cycle is completely different to a man's and so we're we're in this society where we're expected to work exactly the same be just as motivated be just as energized as we were the day before the day before that the week before that but that's just not how we're built and so I think I I feel like feminism now is more about choice and is almost going to come round it's like everything everything swings to one extreme to the other doesn't it so it became like you know women were in women were just at home women weren't allowed to have a business weren't allowed to have a fucking bank account like all this wild stuff that to us that's like couldn't even imagine that but that was like the re- the reality for like our grandparents and our great grandparents but the the pendulum swings the other way and women feel like in order to be respected they need to wear a business suit and like work 12 hour days and basically be exactly the same in order to like prove that they're just as worthy of being successful in business or whatever and we're just not built for that and so I feel like it's definitely changing like I'm seeing it shift I'm seeing more and more women really curious about spirituality and the hormones and like moving away from that but I do feel I do still feel like especially like the mass media an empowered woman is portrayed in a certain way still um and it's almost like moving away from what to me feminism feminism is which is about choice it's like my whole thing in manifesting your dream life is what is actually your version of success because your version of success is going to look very different to mine we've spoken about this before like I've you know I I know you've said like you don't want to ever get to a place again where you're working so much that like you burn yourself out or your health suffers and and I've said like I fucking like I I have to like really check myself mm. with that but I fucking yeah, I, feel like, I have to like motivate like, myself to like push a bit harder or yeah it, like, I need to chill, chill and, like, pull <laughs> yeah back yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like oh my I love working like I personally don't I, I really don't think I want kids like everyone's got their own flavor of their own like empowered woman haven't they so I think we've still got a lot of work to do with that but I do I do feel like our generation even when you look on TikTok right and it's like soft girl era and all this stuff it's like women are slowly coming around like they're waking up to the fact that like they don't want to feel fucking burnt out and like shit all the time forcing themselves to try to be like quote-unquote one of the guys I feel like it can swing again though where everyone's just so very flowy and like no one's (laughs) getting shit done yeah I mean we need like sometimes we do need to get stuff done and we do need to like work a bit harder in like a period of time and yes you can plan it maybe more around your ovulation phase 
not yeah. when you're in the middle of your period and just play like play up to your superpowers and the different hormones that you have like at high levels at certain parts of the cycle because you're going to be more you're going to be better at doing certain things on your period versus like more like introspection and listening to your yeah. intuition then versus ovulation if you can plan an interview or date night or something around that time I think just just finding balance again this is like my whole thing so not yeah not being scared of doing a, a day's graft like a hard day's work because yeah. you're like scared of not being in your feminine like there is yeah. also balance yeah. within that it's like that yin and yang it's like you need both that's what energy is that's what a balance a, a balanced energy is and even when you think about like everyone's everyone differs with that some you know some women have might have slightly more masculine energy than another woman mm. and so that like that can play into things even when we think you know this is a whole other conversation but I feel like even with the gender conversation like everyone holds masculine and feminine energy in their own balance and so that's my whole thing as well of like finding out what your um what your flavor of that is like what your balance of that is and I love what you said there about like knowing when to pull knowing when to play on each one and I think when you've done a lot of that deeper healing work around the relationship you have to yourself the the relationship you have to your body like your health your energy levels all of that like allows you to create that balance for yourself and not be swinging from Mm. one way to the other Mm. because I think the a big reason so many women go the other way where they're like can't be fucked to do anything (laughs) and have to like just lie down for a year (laughs) is definitely been there because they're burnt out because they've done too much so it's like sometimes you know unfortunately it's like the biggest lessons come from like experience sometimes we need that that extreme like pendulum swing from one way to the other to allow the pendulum to like settle in the middle so it's like, it's like what energy you go into things in as well so if you're doing yeah. like a day's work but all that's in your mind is I have to get this done or this yeah. is going to happen this is going to happen or I'm comparing myself to someone else I need to do what they're doing and yeah. it's like grow and build and hustle and all of that versus I'm going to do a day's work but you're you're serving you're doing it because you love it it lights you up it's exciting that's that's still feminine energy yeah it doesn't have to be floating around in a, a field all day to be in your feminine like you and are feminine like, like you're just you're you're a feminine woman so you don't have to if that's not who you are wearing dresses and wearing like flowers in your hair then you don't have to like yeah. be that to be feminine yeah thank you 100 and with everything as well there's also with every aspect like with every trait that human beings have there's also like the shadow side of it and like the the light side of it if you will so there's the shadow feminine energy which is almost that extreme Mm. and the shadow masculine energy which is that extreme and so if you think about like capitalism society right now it's shadow masculine energy because it's like too it's like too extreme in that sense but that doesn't mean that masculine energy is bad Mm -hmm. it's like 
yeah the, the imbalanced the healthy balanced like integrated energy of you know the the yang energy is really freaking helpful and needed and another aspect as well to maybe consider is what roles you play like in different areas of your life and how might you want to um tap into those different energies at different times like you can you can use a lot of your brain and like logical thinking whilst you're in work but you might want to drop more into your feminine energy and relax when you are wanting to relax more when you're wanting to do more self-care or like you know have your healthy habits or whatever you're doing in the evening after work like you can also play with it in that sense I feel like that's a really great place to start for people as well yeah I agree not being like I have to be this all that like I can be both and I can flow yeah Cool. I'd love to ask, I know I asked you this when, or you mentioned it when we first met in person and how you've been with your um, no fiance. Congratulations again. Thank um, you. Is it for over like 14 years, was it? That you've been it'll together? Be four, it'll be 14 years in January. Oh my gosh. And yeah. he's seen you in all different like iterations of yourself. So I would love to, I'd love you to give advice if someone is maybe getting more into the spiritual journey or getting into personal development, or really has come to a point with their health where they need to make a change, but they're with someone and they're scared that they're not going to like them or they're not going to like grow together. Mm. Like, how did you navigate that process? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like yeah. you're, you're probably a, a different person in so many Absolutely. ways to who we met. Absolutely, and so is he. Um, so from a like relationship I'm not a relationship coach but the advice I always give people is like if you have shared values and a shared vision I feel like you're going to be good like obviously shared values shared vision and then like the commitment to working on it like I feel like that's just the foundational things that if I went if I I don't know, like went through a completely different iteration of myself now because we still have those. I know we'd be good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've always felt that from from him and in the relationship. Um, So something to reflect on too, because again, sometimes it might be more insecurities. And actually, if you sit and, and reflect on that, you do still want the same things you do still value the same things you do still like have the same goals for life in my experience and with my approach my first port of call is like what is what is my shit here (laughs) so if I'm worried that Adam's not going to accept me or if I'm worried that Adam's gonna you know judge me or think it's weird that I've done this or whatever it might be what part of me is feeling that and where does that come from and how can I take responsibility for getting rid of that or like that's usually the very last thing that someone would do yeah (laughs) like maybe let's start though (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's a two-pronged approach in a relationship because in a relationship you're you're obviously still working on yourself but you're also in the relationship and you're healing 
you can be doing the work together like within the relationship so it's not always because this is another thing as well people are like do I need to have done all this work before I should start dating no that's definitely not the case so I feel like that's the first and most important thing because that's like the bulk of it because if I'm not triggered by you know insecurities around him leaving me or judging me or whatever it might be I have the freedom to to follow my own path like do what I need to do want to do achieve my goals without those fears getting in the way and then the other part healing within the relationship is like nine nine problems out of ten in a relationship are solved with communication and most people are like oh I'm just really worried that he's gonna judge me or like think it's weird that I'm doing all this health stuff and it's like have you spoke to him about that <laughs> nope <laughs> so it's like okay let's work on that and say you know I might say to Adam I know I feel like this is a story I'm telling myself and I'm working on that and right now I'm feeling really insecure about this story and this is what it is and I just wanted to get that off my chest and you know let's talk about it because it's also not not a bad thing to want to have those conversations and hear that affirmation too it's not like it's not like you're begging for a, a tent you know it's not like you're not and so much better than like if you weren't to say that then it would end yeah. up in an argument yeah exactly yeah and then like the things that don't that the things that go unsaid like your your triggers your like trauma responses your conflict responses you'll find a way unconsciously to get it out so rather than bottling worries like that up it's so much better to just to address it and a big part of that as well I found is like finding the right moment to bring it up so if you're worried about you're going on this huge health journey and you and your partner always eat takeaway together and you're really worried about that don't wait until you're ordering the takeaway <laughs> to be like, like, <laughs> you're like actually I don't want to do this and I'm really actually, scared like I don't want this takeaway and you're gonna leave me because you're judging me <laughs> no no, no. Like, I just want some pizza right now yeah literally <laughs> Whereas, don't do it on an empty stomach yeah yeah whereas if you like go and take the dog out for a walk in the morning or whatever you you know whatever the things you do together sit and eat di- whilst you're eating dinner or relaxing at the weekend or a, an environment where you're both chilled those are the times to have those conversations I always find when you're Not both when one you're person's like, had a really bad day at work regulated yeah yeah and did you ever have on. that conversation then in your your oh, journey like, or do you feel like you both just like time. grew and yeah um plenty of times just like me you know slowly like introducing things and that I was trying or like work that I was doing and just saying you know I know I know this probably isn't going to be your thing but like this is this is what I've been working on and you know just like not um 
not, not like, forcing it upon him reaching or, or yeah. like yeah um what do you think about that like opening up the conversation about it rather than going all in and also acknowledging like um any worries or fears that he might have been experiencing so like with a lot of the like really deep healing work I've done um they he's been like I don't get it like I don't understand it and it might be the case of someone's partner with health stuff like they might be like is this safe like is this going to be dangerous does you know does this work like especially if they're wanting to make sure you're okay you know so your partner might also have their own fears and worries that you can talk to them about Mm, and then it becomes like a really helpful healthy conversation yeah just any any questions or any doubts like if you're confident going into it I feel like that helps as well like you're kind of unsure or you're a bit like lacking confidence in the whole process I feel like that's that energetically is gonna reflect as well yeah so yeah Yeah, communication is key yeah in summary yeah amazing um I always end the episodes with a few fun questions for you so just final summary questions the first one is what's something that you're into lately so it could be health mindset wellness related or something completely random something that you're watching on Netflix piece of clothing that you bought Mm. Um, I've just started watching Gossip Girl from the beginning. Oh, I was gonna watch it. I was gonna start. I've never seen it. And yesterday, I was like, just I feel like I need to watch it. Trashy, like (laughs) girly telly. Like it's great. Yeah. Um, because we went to New York in August. I'm now like obsessed with all things (laughs) New York. So I, I like watching Gossip Girl. And then once I finish Gossip Girl, I'm going to start Sex and the City mm-hmm. for the Because I just love seeing like the backdrop of mm. the show. Like it's so, yeah. it's so cool to be like, oh, we went there, we went there. <laughs> yeah. So we got a picture. <laughs> yeah. So that's like my personal obsession. Well, that's my, my the last push I needed. I said to you before, like, I always need to hear it several times or... This is my third time, so I will start watching Gossip Girl. Thanks to you. <laughs> I'll probably be thanking you. Yeah, I just feel like we're missing like just fun, fun TV. Everything's so yeah. serious these days. Exactly. Yeah, and I like. I'm a big believer as well that like your unconscious mind is programmed, and as much as I like, we finished watching Top Boy last night, which oh, is like about gangs in London. You know, there's always mm. awful things happening on it. And yeah, like your unconscious mind is taking that in as if it's real. Yeah, (laughs) just got to be conscious of like not like everything, you know, moderation, like not over consuming stuff like that. And someone could argue that Gossip Girl is like unconscious Mm. about gossiping about (laughs) or some some of like yeah, but they have cute outfits. But it's also like yeah, it's just fun. Like it's not so serious. Like you. That's why my comfort show is Friends. Like, I know what to expect. It's Mine's safe. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Like, I yeah, know what's yeah. going to come so my nervous system can just relax. Yeah. And I'm not even watching it half the time. It'll just be on in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second question is, do you have a book recommendation? So same thing. It could be fiction, non-fiction. Um, there's a book, seeing as we've just, we went off on a great tangent about feminine energy um there's an incredible book called Pussy oh, yeah. by Regina Thomaser 
um life-changing book yeah. I love that everyone one every woman should read that book yeah i agree and then last one is what's your final piece of advice maybe just to summarize everything that we've discussed today or something that just comes to you now something that the people need to hear what would you like to leave us with I feel like I want to say you can have like you can create anything you want in your reality you're so much more powerful than you think you're literally co-creating your life with the whole universe and that can begin with like the next step that you take and even if you don't know exactly how it's going to happen you know what next step you need to take and part of getting to the end result is just trusting in the next step so take the next step Amazing. whatever that is you don't have to wait till the first of january to do so you can start right now yeah you don't have to wait till <laughs> monday wait start till the diet january. just start in this moment make a decision and yeah there's so many tools and resources cat you're an amazing one your podcast your website Tell us where we can find you because I'm sure the people are going to want to find you. Yeah, thank you so much. So my podcast is called Put Yourself First and Vivian's already been on. So start with our episode. (laughs) Um, But I do mainly solo episodes on there. So there's tons on there on mindset and manifestation work. So great place to get started. Um, My work my programs so I have my one-to-one coaching which is like for the woman who wants to be like unrecognizable three to six months from now and completely transform how she sees herself and the results she gets in her life as a result that's the really deep like mindset reprogramming healing work all of that kind of very bespoke stuff for the woman who just is ready to get started investing in her mindset my membership the put yourself first sisterhood is an incredible place to start um that will be closed by the time this episode goes up but it'll be opening again in january mm-hmm. and then i have a group program called next level you which is a 10-week journey to learn everything you need to know in order to manifest any goal that you have so that will be opening probably soon after this episode goes live so you can either join the wait list I'll make sure I share the right links with you Vivian the best place to stay up to date with what's going on is Instagram and my email list so email list you can join on my website cathorrocks.com if you scroll to the bottom of the page there'll be a link you'll get some like freebies when you sign up and there's like a journaling challenge that's free for everyone or Instagram is at cat underscore horrocks so I'm always updating that with like what's available what's open all that good stuff wow so many resources and I can just tell like you're so passionate you have so many different offers so they can start with your freebies if they really want to your podcast is just like so many amazing episodes in there but yeah for the the real transformations then the one-to-one work is i mean all of it's great but yeah if you want that tailored advice and support yeah i think you're an amazing coach and i'm so happy to have you as a friend now 
and I am so thankful that you came on the podcast today and I've thoroughly enjoyed it so thank you for your time oh me too thank you so much for having me I've honestly loved it